broadcasters said that America has been shaken, his words, shaken, and that New York is rocked to its soul. You know what has happened. Everybody in the world by now knows exactly what has happened, but for purpose of this study for the future and this broadcast, let's just recap the fact that Tuesday morning, for us that's yesterday morning, four planes bound for California, tanks full of fuel were hijacked and were effectively converted from mass transportation vehicles into weapons. The people aboard those airplanes held hostage. Two of those airplanes flown directly into the World Trade Center since that complex has collapsed. One, it seems designed for the White House, but the men on the board, one of the aircraft in Washington, somehow were involved in causing that to go down before the White House, it struck the Pentagon, and then another aircraft that crashed in the area of southwest Pennsylvania that it seems, at least it was talked about, uh, was bound perhaps for Sears Tower or, as some speculate, Air Force One. That did shake us. We are we are shaken to our foundations. The foundation of our freedom has been shaken. The foundation of our government has been shaken. And for some, the entire future is shaken. I begin tonight with a quote from the Talmud, one of the Jewish holy books, in a section called the Sanhedrin, number 37a, where it says, one who destroys someone's life is as if he destroys a whole world. And one who builds up a soul is as if he saved a whole world. Something else happened yesterday that was very unprecedented. We spoke about it yesterday at our prayer meeting at 12 noon here in the sanctuary and last evening when about 2,000 people showed up for a prayer meeting at 7 o'clock. And that is that both houses of Congress, you saw it on the news, were on the steps of the Capitol, and in unison they sang, God bless America. It was hard not to weep at that moment. And then they paused and they prayed together. And there were no discussions on the news whether you can or cannot pray in a public <laughs> building at that point. And nobody discussed whether prayer in schools was allowed or unconstitutional. Believe me, people prayed in schools all over this country, unashamedly prayed. <laughs> then today, um, I watched as both houses convened, and I heard some of the remarks, and we noticed that both houses opened up in, in prayer, humble, contrite, um, heartfelt prayer. And I was particularly interested as I listened to John Lloyd Ogilvie, the chaplain for the United States Senate, 
articulate the sentiments before God in that setting. Tonight, I also understand, before I came down out of the office, I had the news on, I've been kind of tracing it all day long, that tonight they're also holding the Congress an all-night prayer vigil. Now, when was the last time that happened? Our president last evening called what has happened a monumental battle against good and evil. And you heard him quote Psalm 22 with, with great confidence, speaking for the nation. To the world, he said, as David did, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Clearly, times like this, they define us, yes, but at first they define